Don't you want devoted followers who leave their families for you, give their money to you, give their bodies to you, give up their lives for you, consider you God, and will kill for you? Don't you want to become a cult leader? Hello and welcome to Serial Killing, a podcast, where we also veer off the serial killer path to delve into other topics within our beloved true crime community. This week's podcast will be on a cult called Shinjongji, Church of Jesus, the Temple of the Tabernacle of the Testimony. Quite the mouthful. The short version of this is SCJ. This cult was founded by Lee Man-hee, so let's start with him. Lee was born on September 15, 1931 in Chengdu, North Gyeongsang Province, Japanese-occupied Korea. So let's get into some history for that time. The Great Plains of the United States were being devastated by the Dust Bowl, which brought with it horrific droughts, dust storms, soil erosion, and so much more for a few years. Farmers suffered and ecological damage was rampant. But 1931 wasn't even the worst year for it. Over in New Zealand, an 8.3 magnitude earthquake called Hawke's Bay Earthquake hit. The death toll reached 256 and the aftershock that hit 10 days later was measured at 7.3 and contributed to a lot more heavy damage in that region. In Spain, King Alfonso XIII was forced to leave Spain and live in exile in Rome after Spain became a republic. Several Republican factions joined together with the intention of overthrowing the Spanish monarchy. Also in 1931, Japan invaded Manchuria in China. In Great Britain, the Great Depression spread and thousands of British ships were rusting in harbors because there simply were no goods to export. But it was also this year that Australia gained its independence from Great Britain. The classic horror film Dracula that starred Bela Lugosi premiered at the Roxy Theatre in New York City and it was a hit after its release, garnering much praise by many critics who seemed to appreciate especially Lugosi's performance. That film is now preserved by the Library of Congress. Also, the classic movie Frankenstein was released and it too was praised by critics and the public and also is being preserved by the Library of Congress. Some well-known people that were born in 1931 are James Dean, Boris Yeltsin, William Shatner, Leonard Nimoy, Robert Duvall, and Angie Dickinson. So that was the global atmosphere that Lee was born into. And I hate to disappoint, but there really isn't much information on Lee Manhee's early life. We know he was raised in a devoutly Christian home, and in his early 20s, he served in the South Korean Army's 7th Infantry Division during the Korean War from 1950 to 1953. Once things calmed down, he started following a charismatic Presbyterian elder named Park Taesan. 
Park amassed more than a million followers himself and claimed that he saw visions of fire and water descending from the heavens while speaking at a massive revival rally held in Seoul. Park also, quote, laid hands on a man and cured him from some disability by simply massaging the man on his head. He got such a reaction that he went on to found the Olive Tree Church. That's when Park combined biblical teachings with elements of Korean folk religion. Needless to say, Olive Tree very quickly became one of the new influential and popular Christian religious movements in South Korea. Another religious movement that sprang up during the Olive Tree saga was one called the Holy Spirit Association for the Unification of World Christianity, aka Unification Church, and you might know about them actually because they are currently famous for conducting these like mass weddings when thousands of young couples get married all at the same time and many of the couples only meeting for the first time on that day. But, of course, Park was later discredited when he began preaching that, you know, Jesus was an imposter and that, in fact, he was actually Christ. He was also jailed for embezzlement. But Lee Man He had worshipped in the church under Park for 10 plus years. So when that crumbled, Lee formed a parish of his own. And at first it failed. So then he formed the group that he currently leads in 1984. Now, Lee Man He claims that Jesus himself came to him and told him how the Bible was supposed to be interpreted, since humans apparently got it wrong. And the emphasis was mostly on the book of Revelations, which, for those unfamiliar, is the last book of the Christian Bible that talks about what will happen when Jesus returns to earth and the battle between heaven and hell begins. The end of times. So Lee Man He has all of this secret knowledge and if people follow him, then they'll actually go to heaven. What Lee has actually done is deny or otherwise severely distort all of the major doctrines of the Christian Bible and Orthodox churches. So to get into some of his doctrine, he has actually written some texts and they have been published by the Shinjongi Education Department. Some of those texts include Lee referring to himself as the Comforter and that he is the words of the Holy Spirit. Lee also says that he is the tree of life from Genesis and the kingdom of heaven, right? So he is claiming that he has been granted the power to give people eternal life and that without him, there is no salvation, no eternal life and no heaven. Lee has written that he believes himself to not only be the Holy Spirit and the returned Jesus, but that he is also the second coming of the Apostle John, who was one of and the youngest of the 12 apostles of Jesus. Lee goes on to say that he has received the revelation of the reality of the revelation of John. 
which is a mouthful, but basically he's saying that he's been told very secret things that only the Apostle John, one of Jesus' followers, was given and then was given the authority to change it. Which brings us to the fact that Lee has written his own version of Revelations, and people who have read it that are outside of the circle state it is full of lies and contradictions, and it is a gross distortion to the original Revelations. In his version, he states that he is the one who will rule all the nations with a rod of iron, the one who is promised in the chapter 2 of the Revelation of John. He says that he is the one who was born from a woman and was called up to God and his throne, who is promised in chapter 12 of Revelation. This chapter in the real Bible talks about a dragon waiting to eat a baby of this woman who gives birth to a male infant who rules all of the nations with an iron scepter. This male infant was, quote, snatched up to God and to his throne, unquote. This, of course, is referring to Jesus himself, and Lee is basically saying again that he is Jesus. And he wrote that the beast and the harlot referred to in Revelations are actually the regular Christian church pastors and priests, and those men and women belong to the devil. Yeah. So, whereas he and his preachers belong to God. So, the members of this group believe that they are the modern successors to the ancient tribes of Israel. Membership into this group is necessary, unfortunately, to be able to become part of God's kingdom. So, again, as we said, Lee founded this church in 1984. The church members keep it very underground to the point that they are hidden from official government records. Critics of this group, including some very mainstream churches, state that Xinjiangji aggressively recruits its members. They are accused of doing this by going into other churches, sort of infiltrating, taking part in prayer sessions then begin to engage themselves with members of that church and luring them away from it to their own. They call these people harvesters. The Shinjongji church claims to have around 20,000 followers spread out through 30 other territories, including China, Japan, Hong Kong, and other countries in Southeast Asia. But that number is exponentially higher. This group sees themselves as the embodiment of the one true Christianity, poised for salvation when the movement of final judgment arrives. Everyone else will be flat out denied forgiveness and destroyed, according to their doctrine. The name itself comes from the Korean version of the Book of Revelation, and it's translated to, quote, New Heaven and Earth, unquote. Now, if you ask people who are not a part of this large group about them, they will tell you that it is most certainly a cult, and believe it or not, the members are not dissuaded by that. They aren't bothered. Their argument is that Jesus himself, surrounded by his disciples and their early followers, were also persecuted for their beliefs. So one of the biggest complaints about this group is that it breaks up families. 
Sources say this group is secretive and manipulative and is responsible for tearing hundreds of thousands of families apart. So, if one wanted to become a member of the Shinjongji Church, it is said to begin in a classroom. The person would go into a small office building in downtown Seoul, which is a Bible study center. The director of education, Lee Misan, would be there to greet you. They are then taken to one of the classrooms where up to 40 students sit at desks and try their best to answer questions asked of them in very quick succession. The instructor's questions are specifically about scripture and they also write notes on a chalkboard in front of the class. There is also apparently a woman that sits in the back of the classroom who also interrupts this method of study about every 15 seconds to demand that everyone in unison shout Amen. They will tell you that they offer a deep course of study into the Bible that is different than most churches. The members who are higher ranked would tell you that the students want to be there seven days a week, but they are limited to five. They also boast that their members are quite successful in life, but that some members have had difficulties maintaining relationships with their families as well as keeping up with their careers, but not all. Those cases are, quote, exceptions. It has been stated by witnesses that when you enter one of the centers and begin to ask about it, someone will come in and begin to film you with a digital camera. Some people would tell that person filming that they weren't comfortable with being filmed and the person would stop for a few minutes and then begin to film again. Outside of this building is the name of the Bible Study Center, only there's no hint that it is part of the Shinjongji and that is purposeful. When asked why, members will state that it's necessary that they keep their locations and group activities secret because of the overwhelming persecution that they feel they are met with, mostly from other Christians. Side note. Most churches now have signs that say no Shinjongji on them to specifically show that they are separate from that group entirely. They want to make sure everyone knows that they have absolutely no affiliation with that group at all. So one of the rules of Shinjongji is that a person must complete at least six months of intense Bible study classes before they are allowed to go to one of the big worship services. The main center for services and activities is in an undisclosed location in Seoul, but once a recruit makes it past all of that, they are allowed to go to the main service for worship. On Wednesday and Sunday mornings on the edge of Seoul, Thousands and thousands of Shinjongji members gather at the group's main place of worship, which is just a large converted commercial space. Immediately, it becomes obvious that most all of the people there are women and they are all dressed the same. Their uniforms consist of a white shirt, dark or black pants, and an identity badge around their necks. 
These gatherings are, of course, very exclusive, even for members of this group. The parishioners are instructed to sit on the floor in perfect and neat rows as they listen to sermons talking about the dangers of false prophets. The altar where the pastors stand is decorated very crisply white with large Greek letters Alpha and Omega in gold. There are two white birds facing one another, but there are actually no Christian symbols such as crucifixes, portraits of Jesus, or his mother Mary, like none of that. One of the pastors during one session stated, quote, just because you have a Bible doesn't mean you're a real preacher, unquote. The pastors stand up in front of the congregation. It's very much like the Bible study classrooms. They stand before a chalkboard and their pastor begins, again, a quick succession line of questioning and periodically, but very, very often, the congregation answers with a resounding amen. These pastors are actually called tribal leaders and they are labeled or what they call themselves are the 12 tribes of Shinjanji. Each of these tribes is named after one of the apostles of Jesus, Simon or Peter, Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, the zealot, Judas, and then Judas Iscariot, which is the one that betrayed Jesus. The pastors state that Shinjanji is the only path to God, that there is only one shepherd who is with Jesus and God and sends the words of Jesus and heaven. That one and only shepherd is Lee Manhe, the founder. Members of Shinjanji call him either the chairman or Chairman Lee, but in this group's literature, he is referred to as the promised pastor, the one who overcomes, or the advocate. They believe that the promised pastor, when the end times come, God sends to him the hidden word and hidden truth to the whole world. Parables, Matthew 13 and Revelations, all of it. Only through him can people have salvation. So only through Lee Man He, the promised pastor, can people find salvation. So God has his back, Jesus has his back, and whatever Lee says has now become the actual word of God. His words become spiritual law. In fact, he says his words are life. They are the eternal life. So you have to attend all gatherings and meetings, take every single opportunity to listen to his teachings and therefore get the eternal life or salvation. The more you absorb, the more life you have. Many, many people in South Korea actually compare this guy to Kim Jong-un the leader of North Korea. So this is the premise behind recruiting more people so that he may share his own gospel, the new gospel. We as a society, for the most part, have evolved enough to agree, I think, that everyone should be able to believe in and practice whatever religion we want, as long as it isn't hurting anyone else or anything else. 
The members of this group recruit using false identities according to past followers. They will approach people stating they are highly respected members of society or come from these very impressive backgrounds. They will lie and say that they are nurses or doctors or whatever, and they went to this or that very prestigious school to appeal to the target or person that they are actively trying to recruit. If the target is agreeable, they invite them to come meet them somewhere and they have Bible study together. And if that is successful, they then bring them to a place where a small group of members are together for a quote, non-denominational Bible study for at least six months. Now, I do a lot of, you know, side notes because we have murder fam from all over the planet and most of those don't use English as their primary language. So I want them to understand fully. So that's why I describe things that most of you already know. So non-denominational is a term meaning open or acceptable to people of any Christian denomination. There are, of course, a lot of different denominations when it comes to Christianity. There's, of course, Catholic, Protestant, Baptist, Methodist, Quakers, Pentecostal, Mormon, and so on. So if you attend a non-denominational church, it just means that they do not identify or put themselves under any of those labels. They distance themselves from, say, the confessional aspect of Catholics or the evangelism of the Protestants. So anyway, the recruit would attend the non-denominational Bible study for a minimum of six months. And as we've already learned, in these Bible studies, the leader or pastor stands up at the front and he asks like a ton of questions really fast while people in the audience are prompted like every 15 seconds to loudly say amen. During this trial period, ex-members state that they are super nice to you. They're very accommodating on nearly every level. Then, by the time you are finally accepted into the church, according to one ex-member, you don't leave that organization. Another thing about this group is that they preach that regular lying is okay. What you tell people, whether it's the truth or not, is irrelevant. The only lies you need to worry about are, quote, spiritual lies, meaning if you withhold the teachings of Lee and the word from the promised pastor, then you are spiritually lying, not telling what God says to, if that makes sense. But it's okay to superficially lie about whatever else because you are spiritually saving others. So to them, the end justifies the means. Another aspect of this group is that they are apocalyptic. You know, the end times are nigh. Whatever you have or own in this world is temporary. So you are expected to pour all of your blood, sweat, tears, money, possessions, anything and everything into this group or cult. Members give up everything for this group. Jobs, passions, even their family earthly attachments and anything thought of as being in the future is unimportant because, you know, the end is coming. 
And since the end is coming, you are to go out and recruit, recruit, recruit. And folks, the recruiting is intense because they are trying to convert over as many souls as they can. So they only get like a few hours of sleep at best. Most members don't really have any money and they go without eating. But again, I want to reiterate that that's fine because it's just your physical body, which you won't be needing for long. And if a member started to become weary or suspicious and began looking up information about the group, that is inviting toxicity into yourself. Resources who oppose the Shinjanji are labeled toxic, so one must also be very leery of loved ones as well. Another tactic involves that members must stay in constant contact with the leaders about who they have spoken to, including close friends and relatives, and report the conversations. This could be several times in one hour, guys. They even use a location app on the members' phones so that the leaders can see where any member is at any time. If a member is out of pocket, let's say, they don't respond back to a leader nearly immediately, they start looking for them. They will tell members that their family members will kidnap them or otherwise tell them things to make you stop believing in Shinjongji. And then a member, of course, loses their own sense of identity, what they love and enjoy, their life goals, and even their own moral compass, and so on. And they take on upholding and following the teachings of Lee Man-hee, who is proud to advertise himself as the literal second coming of Jesus. Longtime members who have escaped have reported that they were in a constant state of physical exhaustion, depression, hunger, and confusion, and yet they are still 100% required to go out, sacrifice their own health, sense of well-being, forsake their own loved ones to go teach the word of God that is only coming through Lee Man He and recruit, recruit, recruit. Their goal is to recruit 144,000 people and that number is significant in the Christian world. That number represents the number of faithful Christians that will be resurrected from the dead and sent to heaven as immortal beings to spend the rest of eternity with God and Jesus. These 144,000 are anointed by God to become the spiritual Israel of God. It says in the Bible, quote, after this, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth to prevent any wind from blowing on the land or on the sea or on any tree. Then I saw another angel coming up from the east, having the seal of the living God. He called out in a loud voice to the four angels who had been given power to harm the land and the sea, quote, do not harm the land or the sea or the trees until we put a seal on the foreheads of the servants of God. Then I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 from all the tribes of Israel." Unquote. So 
Guys, if you're not part of that 144,000, you're not going to heaven, except there are so many more members of Shinjongji than 144,000. So anyway, where are they recruiting from? They go to universities, bookstores, coffee shops, churches, ministry programs, you know, the places where they know good and kind-hearted people will be. And they target the ones who have a longing for a kind of, you know, deeper truth about the Christian God that they believe in. And this cult is secretly growing at an alarming rate, especially in Korea. Now, when I'm researching these podcasts, guys, I go everywhere. I mean everywhere. And that includes diving into comments on forums and videos and different posts, what have you. You would be surprised what you find there. And in the comments sections, I found so many people talking about how very dangerous this cult was and that they have spread out all over Korea. One girl spoke about escaping the cult after being a member in California. Another woman spoke about them having a place in London and being under the name of Paracristo. And everyone that knows about the cults say their main front is that they are a peace group, a charity, trying to gain world peace and make all religions one. They also go by the names Heavenly Culture, World Peace, Restoration of Light, or HWPL. Except anyone that approaches them to ask questions and might have a camera or something on them, they will kick and punch them, which doesn't sound very peaceful to me. They say they are not allowed to film them, but they do want peace. So I said all of that to say this. Their big controversy right now is actually the coronavirus, COVID-19. Some of you may have heard about that cult from Korea that had a hand in the rapid spread of corona. Well, my friends, these guys are it. In fact, South Korea, according to John Hopkins University, had more coronavirus cases than any country outside of China for a while. More than half of those cases in South Korea were linked to the Shinjongji Church in Daegu, a city in Southeast South Korea. And that group went on to hold several business meetings in Wuhan. So it was actually hard to get a picture of the grand scale of the outbreak within that community because quite frankly, the group refuses to give out names of members and many other members refuse to get tested. Lee Man-hee called the virus the devil's deed that was created to stop his church's growth. A criminal complaint has now been filed against Lee and the group with prosecutors asking for an investigation into Lee and other church leaders on charges including murder. Since that announcement, the now 88-year-old leader during a press conference actually got up and bowed down on the floor to ask forgiveness. So guys, we all have our opinions about the virus and its origins and all of that, and my forum is not the place for political things, but 
I'm talking about Shinjongji. Is it a cult? Do you think it is a cult? Have you had any experiences with this group that is still very much alive and well today? Tell me what you think. Leave me a comment on Instagram at serial underscore killing or a comment on the YouTube channel under the same name of this podcast. Consider sponsoring the podcast so that I can try to fit in more podcasts per week. And thank you so, so much for listening. I appreciate every one of you because I know you could be listening to anyone else, but you chose me. Thank you so, so much and have